Good morning. This is Christine DiGiacomo, and today's morning briefing is called Mindfulness at Every Turn. It was Sunday night, and it had been a long week, and I was tired in every way, and simply spent. So, I created a restful space, lit three pumpkin-scented candles, turned on some piano music, flipped a switch that illuminated white lights around my fireplace mantle, and then grabbed the New York Times. An article caught my attention, and I began to read it, and have since returned to it thrice. This morning briefing bears its name, Mindfulness at Every Turn. Seems folks, especially tech and business people, are paying big bucks to learn to disengage from technology so they can learn to be mentally present, so they can relax, unplug, and de-stress, and also so they can learn once again to connect with others. Huh. Empowered by what I was reading, I stopped midstream and went upstairs to my 15-year-old son's room and told him that he needed to turn his phone off for a couple hours while he completed his homework. He looked at me like I had lost my mind. I helped him see that indeed I had not taken leave of my senses by assisting him with the removal of his cellular device, carrying it back downstairs with me. I am embarrassed to report to you that this normally mild-mannered 10th grade son of mine became a bore who pestered me repeatedly to have his phone returned. So great is his glass screen addiction. How I handled that is probably irrelevant. Just know that I did. Because I am immersed in the teenage world, It is not a surprise to me that young people are addicted to technology, particularly their phones. So business people have nothing on our youth. All that to say, it is true, we have a problem, due in large part to the infusion of technology into every area of our lives. It has become increasingly challenging to focus, which can at times cause trouble in thinking clearly. But the answer is not found in what these meditation gurus are espousing, though they are getting rich from the desperation of our fatigue. For instance, Lululemon, designer of workout yoga wear, created a website last month that encourages visitors to turn off their brains for 60 seconds by focusing on a dot. A dot! While not harmful, friends, it is drivel. Though I love their exercise wear, somebody made a bundle off them designing that nonsense. What does this have to do with scripture, you may ask? What does it have to do with 1 Timothy chapter 1? Right thinking. The main thrust of Paul's letter to Timothy is to warn him to keep the gospel pure. To keep the main thing, the main thing. To make sure that false teaching does not adulterate that for which our Lord gave his life. And yes, to guard that errant thinking does not corrupt pure thinking. 
God created our minds, and He cares about our thinking. The substance of our thoughts matter to Him. David said, Lord, You have examined me and know all about me. You know when I sit down and when I get up. You know my thoughts before I think them. So, must we be prisoner to our thoughts? Or are we the determiner of our thoughts? According to Paul, we are to take every thought captive to make it obedient to Christ. And for goodness sake, where do we start? With this psalmist, again, I do believe, committing our course to prayer. May the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be acceptable to you, O Lord, my rock and my redeemer. We can be mindful. Oh, we must be mindful at every turn. So often I have prayed at the start of my day that very same prayer. Lord, may my words, may my thoughts be pleasing to you today, my Lord, my rock, and my Redeemer. Amen. So much better than focusing on a dot. Wouldn't you agree? Okay, so this is just a start in this whole discussion of this topic. If you'd like to look at it, consider my references. You can go to pastorwoman.com, click on Powerful Bible Teaching, Morning Briefings, and again, the title is Mindfulness at Every Turn.